Thanks for listening to the Pro Video Podcast. Weekly insights into everything video. Here's the host, Blair Walker. Hi everyone and welcome to the Pro Video Podcast. This week I've got one exceptionally talented artist. He's um, inspirational online with the work that he's creating. He's doing motion design with 3D and I have a passion for people doing this type of work. But he has a really strong background in photography which is a passion of mine too. So without any further ado, welcome the French monkey himself, Constantine Pochou. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Blair. Yeah, man, no problem. I'm glad to be here. It's always a bit hard uh, saying someone's name when you're... I've never gone to France. or um, Yeah. So I will, I will uh, be calling you monkey from here on in. Yeah, yeah, because my name, it's actually Greek. It's a Greek name that ah. has been uh, translated to French. Right. Because I was, I was born in French, but, but, but my mother is Greek, so she gave me a Greek name. And uh, even in, in, uh, in French, it's not easy to say. But uh, yeah, the French monkey, that's the way I go now. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to, to say it and to remember, so you know. Nice. So you were born in France, but you moved. Um, to Athens and Greece when you were 13, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you've been there since, and um, yeah, like, the work that you've put online is exceptional. Uh, the everydays, the packs that you've been producing, mm-hmm. um, we're going to go into a lot of those, but um, being an artist in Greece in recent times, that's that's no easy road, is it? That's no easy at all. I mean, I've been struggling so much this uh, last year to be to be able, you know, to, to find an easy way uh, inside of the, of this country with the capital control, with the crisis, to be, you know, to be to make something of my own. And it's been t- ten times harder to make something here than it would be in any other uh, country, you know. So. It's been uh, it's been hard, but thankfully, you know, everything uh, came out to to become uh, what I have now. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's um, it's so hard for people who are just looking at work online, and um, you know, everybody that I know loves the work that you produce. It is exceptionally beautiful. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. (laughs) But we don't know the background of the person who's creating that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone across the world is in different parts of the uh, the, mm-hmm. the globe, and so there's different scales of how hard it is to be an artist, um, depending on the country and the economic. Um, mm-hmm. How do I say this? Um, issues that are going on. So for you, you 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 went home, you stayed with mum and dad, and you put your nose to the grindstone and you created amazing work and put it out there. And now you're starting to sell some packs of amazing resources that will help other 3D artists. How How is the sale of the packs going? So, um, I will, st- I, I guess, uh, now, you know, one year later, uh, the products have been selling very well because, you know, I found a way, uh, to promote those uh, organically, so without you know having to pay for promotions and uh, stuff like that. So it, it's been a very organic um, gr- uh, growth 
over those last uh, couple of months. And uh, yeah, so far, and you know, I live in Greece, so the cost of living is pretty low. So you know, I'm I'm I, I'm at a, a good place r- r- right now, and hopefully, you know, it will keep uh, growing. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So um, a lot of the content that's in these packs, um, and we're talking. And we'll talk about the packs specifically, but mm-hmm. a lot of this is in your everyday work that you're putting out. So I'll have links to your work in the show notes, so everyone can go and have a look at those. But every days, they're a, they're a huge challenge to keep motivated of creating and putting work out regularly. How have you kept up with that? So it's been I don't know you know I've always I was always uh, making stuff either in photography or in uh, in design with a Photoshop. So I've been doing the daily stuff for the last five years now, but uh, it was with other mediums. So you know in photography, I was uh, putting out uh, sunsets every day. In uh, I've been doing some fractals. So you know I've been working with other software and uh, producing a, a piece of art every day. So for me, it's not really a challenge because that, that's what, what I've been used to do either way. So the real challenge, though, with my project is that uh, I, I cannot use any third-party plugins and I have to upload everything on my site. So, you know, the project files and uh, so that's the the challenge because with that, I also have to maintain the site updated every day. I have to do to make changes and uh, yeah. It's an awesome, awesome site and a great resource for anybody doing motion design 3D work. Thanks, man. Thanks. So, yeah, it's been it's been uh, the idea that I had when when I first uh, began this project is that uh, I wish I wish I I had when uh, I first started, you know, the those project files, so that I could have learned uh, a couple of tricks that uh, you know other artists uh, knew how to do. So yeah, I I pretty much I built the thing that I wish I had when I first started uh, with uh, graphic design and uh, Cinema 4D. Yeah. Um, I really like how you've got the archive section as well, showing some of the early work. Mm, and yeah. starting now, I think that's really inspirational for somebody coming to do 3D or cinema or motion. Seeing that everybody had a beginning, you know, you're not hiding that away, that you started really no, simple yeah. and built it up. Mm-hmm. So, like, an example is the I Like Sphere, and you've got some you know, and Cubby as well as a um, group of projects, you can really see the development of what you're doing as a daily mm-hmm. output. So, yeah, the Alex Fear project was my first uh, kind of introduction inside of Cinema 4D. And it was a very easy way to work around with uh, textures, with uh, lightning and, uh, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. So many projects and tutorials have spheres in them, and um, I know, I know. <laughs> That's all because of Nick Campbell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the gorilla himself. Because of him. <laughs> yes, yep. and I know that um, the information that Nick put out online was a real source of um, education for you and your career early on as well. Yeah, because at the time, you know, it was the 
kind of the only uh, tutorials that uh, you you could watch and understand and you know go with yeah it's um it's an amazing resource what um, Grace Girl Grilla and Nick Campbell have put out and that others have seen that and doing the same like yourself. You're providing resources and feeding back mm. into uh, the community. It's awesome to see. Mm. So um, I'm just wondering, the background in photography, that is really evident in your work, your understanding of composition and light. Are you still mixing in a lot of photography on a daily basis as well? So I've been a photographer for the last uh, seven years now. So I am specialized in the skin retouching. So, you know, portraits, studio um, sh- shoots. And, uh, you know, as a, photo- a photographer and freelancer, I used to do every kind of, of jobs, uh, weddings, uh, working at clubs. And um, so I've been a, f- a photographer and, you know, I slowly, with the, with the problem that we had, here in in uh, Greece, I I had I had to stop at some point because I wasn't gaining any money, so I couldn't uh, buy new uh, lenses and uh, stuff that I needed to to be able to be more productive. So I kind of stopped, and it's been now about two years that I I haven't really got into photography again. But hopefully, you know, I'm I really love photography. That's what uh, you know i i want to do but uh, for now i'm uh, i'm trying to f- to focus on the 3d part and uh, yeah yeah it's um i've gone through phases myself with my photography i've always had it as a personal passion and there are times mm. that you just um you're enamored with light and and taking these yeah. still images and other times you just got to throw yourself into your work fully Mm. And it's uh, f- fascinating because I never had, I, n- I never really thought that I would be getting into 3D. So, and now I'm try- I, I am starting to make the stuff that, you know, I wish I could take uh, a photograph of. So it's, uh, it's funny how uh, thing, uh, things evolve yeah. in the 3D world wh- where you can make really realistic uh, stuff nowadays. So, yeah. yeah. And um, largely due to the renderers that are coming out, making it easier for people. Yeah, Octane, you've got a lot of Octane work on your site. Octane. So I got it into Octane uh, three months ago, I think. Before that, I was working two months with uh, Corona. And before that, I was uh, only physical. Yeah. It feels like every week there is a new renderer to keep up with now too. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. It's the r- render war. It is the so, render war, yeah. yes. <laughs> and I, I do want to, you know, try them all because uh, it's it's. I like to play around and uh, try and try to f- to figure out, you know, how how those stuff works. Yeah. So yeah. I uh, work with three other motion designers. So the big shout out to Corbin Koshek. Will Littlejohn and Will Brown, um, they're amazing motion designers. And um, Will Brown asked me specifically if, to ask you if you were thinking of um, playing around with Redshift, which is just a demo out at the moment. So I've been thinking a lot about Redshift, and for some re- reason, you know, I've seen some uh, some previews uh, and. Um, 
comparison between uh, Octane and Redshift. And I think that Redshift is uh, a little bit more suitable for me. <laughs> but I, you know, I have, I, I will need to, to, to play around with. And I will at some point uh, turn my daily stuff uh, with Redshift. But uh, I, I'm still not sure when. Yeah. So, but I, I would get uh, into it. Yeah. For sure. I, exactly the same feeling that I have with it as well. I'm only just recently getting into Octane myself. Um, and I've been really enjoying the results that we're getting out of it. And now Redshift is available. It's the same thing. It's like, uh, I know that I want to get much better at Octane before jumping into Redshift. But at the same yeah. time, you just have to do it at some point. I've been working with uh, you know Octane for three months now, and uh, even though it's a really good uh, renderer, it has some some problems and mm. some stuff that you know I wish I, I could fix. And uh, you know that's why I I really want to get into Redshift to see if uh, you know it's more uh, elaborated as a as a whole. Yeah, yeah, I definitely hear you on that one. Um, a few few things that I miss from having physical in Octane already, but um, yeah. Okay, so I want to ask you about these packs that you've compiled. They're, they're really, really epic, and you can get all of them for $100, which seems like such a steal. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I will tell you a story. So, wh when I first started the Everyday Project, uh, I knew from day one that I, I wouldn't be able to use uh, third-party stuff like you know texture from uh, from other guys, uh, lights from other guys, and so I, I needed to, to find a way to, to to create my own library of assets, and uh, that's when I thought about doing some you know easy and uh, and smart facts that I would be able to use as well and give out some samples and also to be able to to have a product to 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 sell and to you know to gain a little bit of money aside yeah which seems to be a really valuable way of having extra income for a lot of people in our industry to do that yeah and uh, and the fun thing is that when uh, you know everything is based on patreon so i do have a patreon and I've I've had this Patreon for 17 months now. And at the beginning, I thought that, you know, by giving away my free stuff, that more pe people will come and donate to this cause. But I slowly understand that it is very important to have your own products and to have something to sell. Because this is where your, your incomes are going to come. Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, an easier idea to say I'm getting a product for X amount of money as a one-off payment rather than Patreon, yeah. which seems a bit harder. It's a small amount of money, but it's that regular payment that kind of seems mm. a little bit harder for people. Mm. So the um, grayscale maps and ticket pads and the um, retina pack and the brush grunge, <laughs> the Voltec. These are great. They're like got so many cool elements that just add that extra reality or interest into your renders. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I tried to make products that uh, are uh, you know original. So you know I don't have stuff that already exists because you know I don't really uh, want to 
to take the market of you know others and uh, so you know I, re- I really try to think about stuff that I need first of all and uh, that p- people will be interested in uh, in getting yeah. so yeah I, st- I started with the for take pack so this was my first product and uh, then you know as I go uh, in my daily stuff uh, I really try to think about new ways uh, I could I, I could make stuff happen, and uh, when I find I, f- I find something uh, interesting, I usually take a couple of months to elaborate uh, a product that that can uh, come out of it. So yeah, yeah. So we so we have the the for take pack. Then I needed some some, some grunge, so I made the the grunge pack and uh, the brush pack as well. And uh, yeah, the, the the take it that has been uh, used. I mean, n- nowadays, you know, I'm scrolling my Instagram and I'm always <laughs> seeing stuff with uh, the the take it pack or the retina pack. So yeah, it's really amazing to be into this uh, community and be you know one of the big part of uh, of uh, insp- inspiration, if I can say so. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's be- it's been a blessing so far. So yeah. I'm really glad uh, that people get into uh, my stuff and you know and buy m- my products first of all. Uh, it, indeed, it's um, you providing resources for the community allows them to create um, work that showcases their ability, and that's mm-hmm. that's what they need to then present to people who are going to pay them to do work. So it's a really yeah. important step in the process for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like on your products how at the bottom you also have a number of everydays that you're showing that you use these products in and those everydays have some samples of Mm -hmm. them inside them so people can have a play and try it before they actually buy the product as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. So in my product page I have, uh, because you know, I'm, I'm using my products almost every day now. So... I do have a folder with the samples that I do uh, share, and uh, yeah, I usually list them inside of the of the project page. And you can, you know, everyone can download the project files and look at the setup that I have on my texture uh, material, and uh, yeah, see how those uh, stuff works. Yeah. So yeah, it's a very smart way to uh, to, to to promote uh, your products. Yeah, it's um, I've been doing that myself. Where you're backwards, backwards engineering an execution to then figure out how you could use that process for your own work mm. as well. So, like to have the actual projects without having to go through a tutorial to go through all those steps of making it means that you can really quickly dive into something, pull it apart, and go, and then suddenly an idea just comes out of doing that. Mm. So I want to go back to you started in photography. How did you end up in 3D? Where's, where's the middle step? So I, I think I wrote a blog about the, this. But um, so I, 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 I had a little studio in uh, Thessaloniki. And, you know, I used to work with uh, model agencies and um, uh, pro, uh, products, you know, eBay stuff and uh, co- uh, collection and uh, everything. So back then, 
you know, in Greece, we had uh, a very big crisis hitting in, uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And I lost a lot of uh, 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 clients. And I had to let go of my studio and go back to my parents' house because, you know, I had no job, no money. And uh, I had no interest in going back into photography uh, after, you know, this uh, this thing. So I just I, I just stopped. And then I wanted to to, to 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 make something, so I started working with uh, uh, with Cinema 4D, and uh, you know more about uh, for Photoshop. I tried to become a, gra- a graphic designer, and uh, for a couple of years I was doing only posters and uh, you know uh, graphic design stuff. And uh, yeah, that's how I got into graphic design, and then I. I uh, learned about Cinema 4D and uh, I tried as well to get into it. So that's how I I got into 3D. It's a pretty hard road of um, finding what you're passionate about, especially when um, it's it's uncertain how that translates into a profitable career as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but my life has never been certain <laughs> in any part you know, I always had problems uh, either economically or, you know, you know, there's a lot of things that I could say. But, you know, I'm I'm I was never the kind of guy to just sit down and do nothing. You know, I'm I'm, I'm always working and trying to 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 make something of uh, of my own. So, yeah, that, that, that's the idea. You know, I always wanted to to build something uh, of my own. And, uh, you know, I tried this way it didn't work i tried another way it didn't work and finally uh, here i am now you know and you've built it you've got this site and with great looking you know, stuff great work the funny thing is that uh, it's been only one year mm. so it's been only one year and the growth so far have been you know it's been amazing a lot of hard work on your part though yeah, because, you know, it's not only the d- design th- stuff, you know, keep in mind that uh, I think that I'm I'm working uh, as a team by myself because there's also, you know, customer service, site management, uh, product uh, tests. And, uh, you know, because w- when I make a product, I have to test it for at least two weeks to see if it's worth selling. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of work. I'm always doing stuff uh, that will benefit uh, the whole. Yeah. So do you have any time for doing other personal things? Like what does the French monkey like to do on the weekends to relax? Uh, so no, my relaxed time is, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I, I'm just sitting here. You know, I have a dog now. I, uh, I, I took a dog uh, th- three months for, uh, yeah, and uh, so I do go out a little bit to to take some fresh air. But other than, than that, I'm just you know, I'm, this is what I do now. You know, my my life and my way of thinking is it's always how I will be able to grow and maintain uh, this thing that I'm trying to build. So if I'm when I'm not uh, designed for a daily. I will be, you know, pretty much uh, r- writing 
them for a new blog or a new section that I want to add on the site or uh, trying to figure out a new way uh, to make, you know, a free pack or a product. So, yeah. It's, um, we're very lucky in our industry to be working in a career and applying our time to something that's really rewarding and, um, mm. and, and it is a form of entertainment in a way when you get that little thrill of creating something and it's looking good. Mm. <laughs> so I can see how it bleeds into your personal time as well because I think a lot of us find that for our work. Yeah. I mean, I've been... Uh, when I first got into Octane, uh, the main thing that I wanted to do is to is to build a plugin with skin. <laughs> so I made that two months uh, two months into uh, Octane, and now it's been over three months, and I'm still working on it. I mean, it, it, <laughs> there's just so much work, and you know, <laughs> but I, I I love it. You know, it's. Uh, Skin is a tricky one, and that's um, it's a really the, tricky one, yeah. So, that's the Octane skin compositing, and that's on your site. And you've got a lot of renders there, um, really, really beautiful detail. And but it so much comes into um, how light bounces in the subsurface, yeah. yeah it's all about the, the, the lightning, yeah. It's all yeah. about the lights, um. Have you did you have a look at the SIGGRAPH Meet Mike where Mike Seymour from FX PhD was um uh basically it was a full VR of him and they had done sixteen K scans of him and so he was in Sydney talking and this um Ooh. VR <laughs> avatar was asking interviewing people in SIGGRAPH in real time. It's very cool. Wow, no, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> yeah, um, Mike, Mike Seymour is going to be on a future show, so I'm really interested to talk about that because he's been part of um, the is it the Digital Human League. I'm not 100% sure I've got that right, but he's been part of a group who are pushing forward to make digital humans go past that uncanny valley where it is wow. impossible to tell. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, I've been, you know, in, into VR. I've seen uh, a new uh, software, which is uh, I don't know how it how it's called, but it's a sketch, three D sketch. Yeah. And I've seen that, and I really want to get into it. It's you know, it's it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm sure that at some point, you know, VR is coming. It's coming very fast. Yeah, it's um, a bit mind boggling the potential of what we can be creating with all of these new tools in the yeah, near future. I mean, I'm seeing all of these, uh, these uh, artists that are doing uh, stuff in VR and uh, it's just, it's just amazing uh, how, uh, how far uh, it went in the so little time that uh, VR existed. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I am, um, was really enjoying looking through your photography you've got a lot of instagram and landscapes but also mm -hmm. some really beautiful portraits where i can see your appreciation for human form and skin obviously comes from mm -hmm. i love that you use a ring light so much and it's really beautiful <laughs> yeah the ring light it's a uh, <laughs> you know if you you are into photography the ring light is a uh, is the best light to for portrait shooting. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. 
Mm. I'm going to release a new show reel soon. I've, I'm really bad at keeping my website up to date. It's a complete mess. Uh, I, I know. <laughs> you, you're doing I a know, great man. job, man. You're doing an you awesome know, job. I'm trying a lot, but you know, I have so many pages now. That, <laughs> oh, man. There's so, so much work. <laughs> you're like slick. But I, I cut a show reel after a previous episode. Someone was saying that they just cut a show reel. I was like, man, I haven't cut a show reel for five years. I better do one. Mine as well. <laughs> the last show, uh, show reel was in uh, 2015. It's, it, where, it's when I first got into 3D. So, you, you know, it's the very old stuff. It's um, so, yeah. looking at the dailies. I, I can see that it's a, it could be a completely new show reel of the work that you've been making in the past two years. Mm, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, I need to, oh, yeah? To, make, to make a new one. Yeah. Quickly. Whenever you have some free time, eh? <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's not about the free time. It's that I have to re-render a lot of animation uh, to fit the aspect ratio. Right. And, uh, yeah. What were you rendering most of them out for? More um, one by one rather than 16 by 9 kind of ratios? Uh, so now I'm, I'm uh, rendering for uh, Instagram aspect ratio, which is uh, 3 by 2, yep. I think. So yeah, this is my default uh, um, size, but uh, yeah, for a show reel, I, I, I will need to re-render it at uh, sixteen by nine. What sort aspect of ratio? What sort of render times are you typically getting? Is it um, quite um, heavy duty time still? By the time you output your final render, for still images, uh, it really depends. You know, now now I'm working with a, I'm rendering with a. 1050 Ti, mm-hmm. so you know it's not the, the best card, but I just ordered two 1080 Ti's, and uh, I'm gonna have them pretty soon. Oh, so, you'll be excited! Yeah, but, <laughs> oh yes, 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 finally! But because you know, even uh, back then when I was uh, working with physical, I mean, you cannot imagine how how many hours I've been waiting yeah. for renders. So you can open up all these old projects when you get new cards and then uh, spit out all these Ooh, 16 by 9 frames. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a lot of fun to just, uh, you know, see the frames rendering one, one by one uh, yeah, yeah. by the seconds. But uh, yeah. So usually, uh, you know, I, I, I've learned to optimize all my scenes because uh, you know, I was working with physical, and I back then I had a four core only, so I really needed to to optimize everything. And um, now with Octane, I do uh, leave it for one hour for forty minutes at least so for yeah. still images. Yeah, are you um, looking to do more moving pieces? You've got a few, but. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I wish I could make animations uh, every day. But uh, uh, whenever I'm rendering, I cannot do anything else on my computer. So, you know, that's the the, pro- the problem I'm having. So, yeah. yeah. I, I usually render animation at night and then I, re- I upload my daily uh, in the morning. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, what in the future... 
do you think that you want to be doing more of? Is it continuing on the path of doing dailies and making the packs? Is this is this where you're happy at the moment? So, you know, th- this was uh, the the thought that I'm always having is how uh, do I proceed to the, the next thing uh, with the daily and with everything that I'm doing at the same time. So l- last month, I, want, I really wanted to go on vacation, but, uh, you know, I, I couldn't because I have the, the, the daily project that I need to, to keep out, uh, up. So I thought about doing a collective week where I, I will be asking uh, from seven artists to give me a file of, of their own so that I, I can, you know, upload them uh, on the site and, uh, you know, have some free time uh, for, from me. So I introduced last month the collective project, which was very successful. You know, I, I have uh, a lot of uh, cool guys joining. And uh, now I will do the second one this month. So next week will be the, the next um, collective week. And uh, I will have seven dope artists uh, giving out some free files. So, you know, this is a way that uh, I find a way to uh, to get some time uh, apart from uh, this crazy thing that I'm doing <laughs> to yeah. be able to, to, to work on the new stuff that will uh, follow uh, at some point. So, you know, my idea with the Everyday Project is that I want at least to reach a thousand uh, day in, to have a thousand uh, project files on the site, and then I want to, to give uh, the opportunity to the community to to continue it. Yeah, awesome. You know, so so that's the idea because this is uh, when I will be able to do something else. Because of course, you know, I want to get back into photography. I want to get into um, um, uh, short films and stuff like that. But uh, for now, I'm focusing on this and. Uh, yeah, new stuff will come very soon. So that's for sure. Awesome. I am just thinking while you're talking, um, a thousand. It's it's epic. And then you know, uh, you mentioned in that blog post that Beeple was a huge inspiration for your everydays as well. And he's just reached the mm-hmm. ten year mark. It's a huge amount of work to keep something like that up. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's been seventeen months, so you know it's not something that uh, happened in one day. It's something that uh, you know, little but by little. Uh, now I have uh, at the end of the month, I will have five hundred project files. Wow! So it's been a good run. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How yeah. how much time on a sort of average? Um, daily would you be spending how many hours are you spending on one of these um i don't know i mean <laughs> you know i'm i'm at my uh, computer all day long and uh, a lot of time i'm just trying new stuff and uh, th- that's when i will do my daily you know it's if uh, i mean it's hard to say because um, you know for me it's something very uh, uh, usual yeah 
So I'm I'm usually inside of Cinema 4D playing around, you know, shapes and lights. So, you know, a daily could take me 10 hours, uh, not, not because it would be hard, hard to make, but because I'm trying stuff. I'm trying to elaborate, you know, how I would be able to to, pr- to produce something new. And a, uh, a lot of time, uh, a render can take me, you know, half uh, w- one hour to make. So yeah. it it really depends. And it, even when I'm f- I'm finishing uh, my daily, I'm always going back to to work on uh, new stuff that I want to do. So you know, I got into fusion. A couple of weeks ago, and fusion is just—it's just amazing. And I, you know, I'm—I'm I'm just doing shapes just because uh, you know, practice. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And how how big a part is post-production on these dailies as well? So uh, you know, the Photoshop, the the post-production is a very essential part of all of my dailies, and. Uh, you know, it's the thing that really characterizes uh, my uh, style, because you know, as a photographer, I've learned to uh, to play around with the colors and with the lights inside of Photoshop. So um, I'm not the best at creating a good light source inside of Octane, but inside of uh, Photoshop, I can really you know pop up those uh, those colors and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you using so, yeah. a lot of passes? Post- so no, no, no. I'm not using passes. You know, I'm doing straight uh, render, just one image, and uh, then I played around a lot with the curves. So I have my own workflow inside of uh, of Photoshop that I've learned uh, for a lot of years now. So my workflow is very uh, strict. You know, I know. Uh, what I'm going for, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very easy steps. But uh, the hard part about post production is when you don't have a, any idea on what uh, you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, every time uh, I make a render, I know what are the steps that I will uh, I will make inside of uh, Photoshop. Because you've been working it through in your mind while you're creating yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And um, do you spend any time in Lightroom with your own photography or is it all through Photoshop? So uh, for me, Lightroom, I, I used Lightroom a lot when uh, back then when I was wor- working at uh, nightclubs and the weddings because, you know, I, I had uh, to make some batch uh, processing so I I don't really like Lightroom for retouching because you know I'm I'm a, a layer guy so you know I work with layers inside of uh, Photoshop so yeah everything is done inside of uh, Photoshop yeah yeah awesome awesome workflow tips because um, I myself um, use Photoshop and Lightroom for similar similar things for photography Lightroom's awesome but Photoshop really you know you can do a selection on a certain color group and then just manipulate that to finesse it how exactly you want it to be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Lightroom is just for, you know, for batch processing. Yeah. You 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 choose uh, a couple of images, you set a preset, and uh, that's it. Yeah. I um, 
wanted to ask you about your videography as well. There's um, mm-hmm. pieces in there. Is is that something from your time as a photographer that you were doing the videos? Or is that developing now that you've got an interest in that at the moment? So I always wanted to be uh, a, a videographer. You know, I really want to get into uh, doing short films and uh, video clips. So I've done a couple of video clips here for Greek uh, rappers and uh, a couple of friends. Um, and so, you know, this is really what I wanted to get into at some point. But uh, I really need uh, to invest in new equipment because for now, you know, I, I'm working with a, a Canon 7D, which is seven years old. And, uh, you know, I don't it doesn't really represent the quality that uh, I want to pull out. So, yeah, at uh, when I would buy a new camera and new equipment, I would get back into uh, doing uh, video clips and uh, stuff, stuff like that. Awesome. It's um, my, my passions lie across so many different fields. I find it quite tricky to sort of keep up mm. with everything and actually you filming. Know, oh, sorry, yeah? Keep in mind that uh, 3D and graphic designing for me was just a pastime. So, you know, this is just a pastime. I'm not, I'm not a, free, a freelancer. I'm, uh, I don't take jobs on 3D because, you know, I, this is not what, what I want to do. And uh, so, you know, this is just a pastime for me. <laughs> but I really want to get into videography and uh, photography. Yeah, yeah. But for now, you know, I had to stop because of uh, the crisis and because of the uh, e- economic situation I'm in. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, good luck to you on your journey of getting back into those two fields. Mm-hmm. I um, I was just thinking about my own photography and videoing and um, cinematography. And for the past few years, I've haven't been doing much of that myself i've been focusing Mm -hmm. on posts with motion and animation myself so i miss it too (laughs) you know yeah i miss i miss the taking sunsets here in greece i miss you know going out and uh, trying to find new roads to take and uh, yeah but yeah I'm lucky that at work um, we've got two amazing content directors, um, Mike Braid and Lee Shackleton. So Mm. I get to work quite closely with them and the content that they're creating. So I still feel connected to that side of the business and that side of the um, production. But there's nothing like composing um, the camera, filming it, where you see the picture and you see the light, seeing the light and the shadows and capturing that for mm. yourself. Yep, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for the Pro Video Picks. Sweet, man. Well, um, we're going to roll into the Pro Video Picks, mate. So this is the section where I ask you to provide a, your Pro Video Pick for the, for the listeners. What's your pick this mm-hmm. week? So my pick uh, for my pro video pick is uh, a course from uh, that is called uh, Snapdragon. So this is a course from Division 05. And uh, he's a guy, I mean, he is so intelligent. <laughs> he's a YouTuber. So, so he, he's not a YouTuber, but he has some tutorial on um, 
on YouTube, and he is talking about about the uh, the process of you know thinking about an idea and how from nothing you you can uh, you can come up with uh, uh, a full script and a full commercial um, video and uh, you know and he put put out uh, a twenty nine dollars um, pack with uh, I think it's three hour of um, video. And he's just saying amazing things. And I think that uh, he's saying very uh, stuff that, you know, I, I can relate to. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I really, uh, I mean, you should definitely uh, check this out. Yeah, and he's got a great series on um, showreels as well. And the thing that makes yeah, his, yeah, yeah. him different is it's really not tutorials in a tutorial sense. It's, it's not, you know, you know every guy, you know, uh, Nick Campbell has his own ways of uh, talking. Then you you have uh, video copilot. You know, they have they have their their own ways of uh, of making tutorials. And this guy is just amazing. Yeah. So my pro video pick for this week is an Adobe technical paper from FX Guide. Um, recently at SIGGRAPH, they covered this. Um, it's sort of come into fruition, but it's um, Adobe uh, doing crossing faces with footage with content-aware fill, and um, it's Ooh, a, a character yes. animation project. So you take the aesthetics of an artist and their style of um, painting apply that to footage and you've got that that looks like an animation it's really crazy cool wow yep <laughs> so just wondering um do you have a video that you could share with the audience that's inspired you so yeah i've i've uh, chosen since you, you know i wanted to get since i love videography i'm sharing uh, a video which is called uh, watchtower of turkey I think, and you you need to see uh, the transition of the video and how this guy was able to manipulate the motion inside of uh, of this video and just just so amazing. Awesome. And those are the kind of things that I really want to get into. Yeah, transitions are the key. <laughs> That's where yeah, yeah, the yeah. beauty of yeah. of it comes in is how we transition from these things, these scenes. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> awesome, awesome pick. Um, my pick is one that has actor and comedian Jim Carrey. It's a six minute documentary. Ah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's him um, and how he became an artist over the past few years and how it has just become his whole life recently is really yep, cool yep. doco mm-hmm. easy to watch it, too it, it's really showing another sa- uh, side of uh, Jim Carrey yeah yep. yeah I, I was I wasn't expecting it I was kind of thinking that it was a um, a bit of a piss take but it was actually yeah really yeah but cool. no <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a, cra- a crazy guy I yeah. know that and I suppose it's hard to um, sometimes understand the art and video with actors and comedians. The art, um, yeah, yeah. kind of gets lost in translation of the entertainment. But mm. yeah, really, really cool doco. So, who are you following online? So online, I have I'm following you know a lot of a lot of people. 
I'm, fo- I'm following all, uh, everyone that is making, you know, daily stuff. But uh, I put out a couple of guys that uh, you really need uh, to follow as well. So, you know, first of all, if B- is uh, Bibble, then uh, Ash uh, Thorpe. Yeah, definitely. And then Vitaly Pulgarov as well. And I also wanted to put out uh, the motion designers uh, page that uh, it's, a, it's a, a kind of a gallery that uploads work from other artists and uh, every upload is just amazing. And from the, them, I, I've learned so many artists out there. The motion designers on Instagram, yeah, it's a great source of um, mm-hmm. lots of motion designers out there, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he, it's actually a friend of mine that has uh, the, the, the page, and uh, yeah, he's That's a awesome. really cool guy. He must um, be in touch with so many people. Mm, yep, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love following that Instagram page. It's um, yeah, you follow the four that you've you've given on the show links today, and every day there's just a wealth of content that these guys and girls yeah. are producing. Instagram is my main source of uh, insp- inspiration. You know. Yeah. yeah. And Vitaly, he was doing um, a real-world mech project, wasn't it, with mech robots that he had designed? He's done a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every day, this guy, I mean, I don't know how this guy is, is doing so much stuff so, so quickly. Yeah. But, yeah. Because he's yeah really well known for hard surface modeling, and then mm. I was I remember seeing on um, Twitter, I think it was um, him actually seeing the mech robots, and it seemed like a scene out of Aliens, <laughs> like yeah. these big robots walking <laughs> around. It's crazy, yeah. awesome. So, um, who am I following online? I'm gonna highlight Will Brown. He's been he's joined my team. And um, he's been doing some really cool motion design pieces recently. Uh, he's very much into Octane and he just got into Redshift. But um, yeah, really glad to have Will join the team and really enjoying um, what he's been doing in 3D with motion design recently. So shout out to you, Will. So, mm. so um, where can we find you online? Where's the best place to, to look at your work or follow what you're saying? So... I am on every social platform, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and uh, yeah, so you know, uh, I'm more um, I'm more active on Instagram and Twitter, so yeah, if you want to ask me anything, you know, you can uh, give me uh, a message, and uh, I usually respond v- uh, fairly quickly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I... I'm also on Twitter um, and Instagram for myself mm-hmm. personally, and I have a Twitter and um, a Slack group for the Pro Video Podcast. I also have a Facebook group for the Pro Video Podcast, and I really like mm-hmm. all the listeners out there to join the group and to contribute, to share, to ask questions, to offer up other people to come on the show even mm. yourself. <laughs> um, I want to do a big shout out to Max Hoffman as well. He um, recently made a comment on one of my posts in the Octane group. Thanks, Max. It was really cool to have that um, 
that response from you that you've been enjoying the show. Max is from Munich in Germany, and to hear from listeners the feedback that they've been enjoying it, that's that means a lot. It makes um, a huge difference to me personally. So thank you for doing that. And I'd invite everybody else to come on the Facebook group, share your own thoughts. Maybe you've got some criticism for me <laughs> and how I can do things better. <laughs> Love to hear that too. So all comments are welcome. So come on to the Facebook group and or the social media feeds and look for the Pro Video Podcast. So I just want to say a huge thank you to the French Monkey. It's been awesome talking with you today. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on a podcast. So, you know, I, I really like, you know, I'm, I'm listening to podcasts almost every day now. And uh, it's something that I really enjoy uh, listening. And, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure to, to, to be uh, part of uh, one of them. <laughs> So thank you. No worries, mate. It's um, I'm exactly the same. I've learned so much over the years mm-hmm. um, from podcasts. I started out by listening to um, FX Guide podcast. That's where it all started probably about 12 years ago, 11 years ago now. <laughs> and I haven't stopped. <laughs> the list gets bigger as such great content comes out. I mean, I know that at some point, you know, I will have to make my own podcast as well because, you know, it's just it, – I really like uh, – the structure and uh, and the concept of uh, you know g- giving out uh, thoughts, yeah. And, uh, that's all, yeah. And offering a chance for people to listen in, you guys out there and girls listening in right now, and you feel hopefully that you're part of our conversation and get in touch with me and be in, be part of that conversation for real. It's very easy to do. <laughs> um, I just wanted to also. Um, say that the work that you do is outstanding and that's why I wanted you on the show so much. I just think mm. that what you're giving back to the community every day with these projects available for us to play with, it's it's huge. So thank you so much for doing that, mate. It's awesome. No problem. You know, it's uh, it's something that I said in, uh, in, in one of my uh, blog, which is, uh, you know, as a community, my job as yours is to provide to provide for future generation and to take away uh, the painful way of learning we had to endure in schools and give out the lessons we gathered and to build a better bridge between knowledge and creativity and uh, to, to give a chance to anyone wanting to get into this art a better starting point. So this is why I am doing what I am do- doing and uh, you know, this is why you, you are doing as well the stuff that you do. So, you know, we all have our own uh, part in this. So, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just doing what I have to. <laughs> That's awesome That's and it. really well said. So with that, I'm going to say thank you to Will Podcast for their ongoing support of this show. Couldn't do it without you. Thank you, uh, Paul and Selena Spain. And, yeah, check out Will Podcast for all the other great content. And I'll catch you guys on the next show. And thank you again for listening. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.